Welcome to the Product Powerhouse Podcast, where we talk about what it's like to run a product-based business. We'll be sharing specific actionable tips for your online store, chatting with other shop owners to go behind the scenes of their successful product-based businesses, and having a blast talking shop. I'm your host, Erin Alexander. I'm the founder of Alexander Design Company, a web design and marketing agency for e-commerce businesses. We work with incredible entrepreneurs to create an unforgettable online presence for their shop. Now grab a nice coffee and let's chat. Hello, welcome to another episode of the Product Powerhouse Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about new trends in e-commerce that we're seeing in 2021. And a lot of this is due to what happened in 2020, right? So I guess we can say thanks COVID, even though we don't really mean it. (laughs) But I saw a really cool article from Forbes magazine that said e-commerce sales grew by 30% in 2020, and it's not expected to slow down ever, which is incredible. I think it will slow down eventually, or we'll see something kind of taper off. But you know, because of the pandemic, we've had to adapt our businesses in order to avoid closure. And in order to avoid personal contact as much as possible, which has led to some really cool trends in e-commerce that I think are here to stay. And I think what is the most inspiring about business owners in this, you know, in the past year is how we have had to adapt, you know, our practices, the way we do business, our methods of selling. That is really inspiring. And that's not to say that some businesses aren't still struggling. You know, there's several restaurants that close their doors in my town. There are other businesses that close their doors and it's heartbreaking. But I do think there's a lot we can learn from the businesses that have been able to adapt. And I also just want to say that I know we're all doing the best we can. But this is more of an exciting episode. I don't want to get too deep into the heartbreak side of what has happened over the last year. Anyways, let's talk about trends in e-commerce. Okay, like I said, I really do think most of these are here to stay. I don't think I have one on my list that's not here to stay, but they're not going to work for every business. So, you know, it might sound like a cool trend, but we're going to have to be selective of what actually will work for our business. Okay, so the first thing that has come about more prevalent, I should say, from COVID is the option for local order pickup. I think this is really cool. It's a win-win for everybody. If you have a local business where people are ordering from you in your town, you can offer to have them pick it up at your storefront. You know, order online, pick up in store is really popular now. And, you know, it was an option before. I have a friend who has always offered porch pickup for her business and... It's always worked out really well for her. She said she's never had any issues of someone like taking the wrong order. Um, Sometimes the wind blows and knocks the orders over, but it's been really cool to see this happening more and more in the local area. I guess if you live in a big city, that's not going to work for you. But if you have the option of like you have an outside of your house storefront or you have, you know, some way of offering local pickup, I think that's really cool. It's a great thing to do. It's offering another level of customer service for your customers. So, and Shopify made this really easy to do. You just go into your delivery settings and toggle it on, and then you can make some adjustments of when, you know, how long they they can wait to pick up their order, stuff like that. So I think that's pretty cool. The next one is kind of similar, and that's local delivery. More and more places are offering local delivery. Like even a little taco shop in my town is now offering local delivery. 
So that's pretty cool. Now, obviously, it doesn't make sense for everyone. So you have to really decide, does this make sense? And don't be afraid to charge a few extra bucks. Listen, pizza places have been charging extra for delivery for years and no one bats an eye because they don't want to get off the couch. So if you could drop off their apparel order, they're going to love it. They're going to pay the few extra dollars. Make it work for you if it's possible. If not, then it's just one of those things that doesn't work for your business. That's okay. Okay, the next trend we're seeing is subscribe and save or any subscribable products. So this works really well if you have a consumable product like soap. I used to do this with like a nail, makeup, you know, there's lots of makeup ones, clothing, lots of food delivery options. Like if you have a snack box, anything like that, consumable products are really awesome for subscribing and you can give the option for them to pick up or or get their order monthly or weekly. Like if it's a coffee bag, I'm going to need it daily, all those kinds of things. So anything you can subscribe to, give them the option. This is cool because it rewards loyal customers. And I don't know what episode it is, but I have talked about rewarding loyal customers before. So I love that. And it really makes it easy to say yes. Oh, a good one of a good example of this is like when you're a new mom and you get like a diaper subscription or wipes and it's such a lifesaver because you don't have to remember when you're sleep deprived to go to the store and get diapers or send your husband who's probably going to buy the wrong size. No offense, Blake. (laughs) But, you know, anything you can do to make it easier for your life for their life, I should say, is awesome. I do this for my handmade soap girl, Amber. She was on episode number 23. I get a soap delivery every month. My husband rolls his eyes. I absolutely love it. (laughs) I think the next trend we're seeing a lot of, and this was really prevalent at the top, at the start of the pandemic, but any kind of experience type product. So this was like DIY kits, resource libraries, anything to help me keep my kids busy for 5.2 seconds anything like that. Things for at-homes. And you can combine this with the option to subscribe so they get a box every month. So it's like layers upon layers of trends in e-commerce that you can take advantage of. Things I am loving and have subscribed to. Recipes that are easy for kids to make. Brilliant. Um, Workout videos. Even if you like were teaching classes outside of your home before. Now they're making workout videos where you can scribe, like kind of like Peloton, but think of the small guys. Those are really cool DIY kits. I always subscribe to a monthly delivery of books for my children. Um, I did sign up for a craft kit for both my daughter and I, so we could do them together. All of those experience type boxes that you can get, brilliant. If you can make it work for your business or you can add in some kind of layer, that is a trend you want to get on. Not only is it giving you a new revenue stream if you're not using it already, but it's giving you income that comes every month. Now, yes, people are going to stop their subscription. They're going to cancel, but then you'll get new people in and it'll always be like a flow and it's going to be really fun. And then the next trend I have on here is, it sounds similar, but it's totally different. And I mean, making buying from you an experience. So this means leveling up your packaging, the way you deliver, you know, so that when they get an order from you, even if it's not a subscription, even if it's not experience box, just an order from you feels like a luxury. (sighs) Those are my favorite types of orders. I order earrings from a earring gal. I order earrings from a lot of different places, but Emily says uh, she's a fantastic business owner. She has up-leveled her boxes where she has custom boxes and then the tissue paper and 
She includes a sticker and bookmarks, and I still use those bookmarks. I put them beside my bed. I love it because it just feels like something a little extra, right? You get to focus on good packaging. Not only that, but it gives you something, it gives them something to talk about on Instagram. Like when they open a package from you and they're like, oh, it feels such a luxury. They're going to record that and tag you on Instagram so you can share it. It's like doing marketing for you. You can also focus on eco-friendly packaging, which we're going to talk about more in a second. But this is giving you an opportunity to differentiate, differentiate, apparently I can't say that word, from big box stores. And it just makes your customers feel so special. Also, you can write a little personal note just to put the little cherry on top. It's going to be really fun for you. It might be time consuming, but your customers are going to feel so special. They're going to love it. I know I love it every time I get a package like that. So I think that's a trend that is here to stay. Okay, which brings me to my next point or trend, and that is sustainability practices. So this is something we're seeing talked about more and more in e-commerce. You know, there's a big demand for sustainable businesses, practices, and products, things like eco-friendly packaging, um, carbon offsetting, which again, Shopify makes super easy with the shop app. I don't know if you guys have seen this, but a customer can use the shop app to make their purchase with you. And then all of their orders will tally up and they can see how many trees they have planted by using the shop app to pay for their purchases. It's really cute and fun. I currently have eight trees that I have gotten planted because of my shopping habits. Thank you. You're welcome, environment. (laughs) But using sustainable business practices, using materials that have been recycled, dual purpose packaging. Oh man, there's some great examples of that out there. I wish I had gathered some of those for you. Anything you can do to make your packaging more friendly for the environment is a big hit right now. And it's going to get more and more important as we're seeing more and more effects of climate change and all of that. That could be its own <laughs> that could be its own episode. Okay, so along those same lines, my next trend that I love. This isn't new, but I think that it's something that more businesses need to talk about. And that is aligning your business or products with something that you support, like a charity or um, an organization, anything like that. So people love shopping from businesses that have a cause that they can get behind. You can think of big names like this, like Tom's, you know, and there's some, of course, there's some controversy around how Tom's works. That's not what I'm talking about. But when you as a small business owner say, hey, every year I send a check of 10% to this organization or these organizations, or I donate to the food bank every single month. People want to support those types of efforts and that makes them feel really good about purchasing from you. And maybe even that's a reason they will purchase from you. I had an episode with one of my good friends, Nikki Zazali of Revive Jewelry. I think her episode is like episode number six. But um, she, her whole business is aligned with using her products to make an impact. It's incredible. It's so inspiring. I know one of the goals I have for my business, which I'm working towards, is putting a percentage away every, you know, every month or whatever to start a scholarship for girls who are going into computer science or coding, anything like that, really, you know, tech literate, maybe STEM. I'm just really excited about doing that in my town because I graduated from the same high school. So I just think it'd be so cool to have a scholarship for those students. Okay, so the next trend is offering more payment options. 
you can now pay with like Apple Pay, Google Pay, Amazon Pay. Everyone has their own pay system. Offering those options on your website makes it easy for your customers to purchase when they're laying on the couch and they don't want to get up and they just want to buy your earrings. (laughs) They can just like, boop, hit the shop app and place their order, right? They don't have to have their wallet with them or they don't have to have their credit card memorized, which who doesn't, by the way. Anyways, this is really easy with Shopify because it's built in. So there's that. Also, like I mentioned, that shop app, love it. I will put everything on the shop app because it has all my cards saved. I can even select if something's a business expense by choosing my business card. It's fantastic. Oh, and it also gives tracking updates. Really cool. I love getting my tracking updates via text messages on the shop app. Um, what is funny about this is a couple of weeks ago, my family, I had an appointment out of town. So we took the whole family so we could, um, we were staying overnight to play in the hotel pool, which was COVID friendly. I have young kids. They needed to get out of the house. But, um, when we, we were getting coffee and I realized that I couldn't find my wallet. And thankfully that place took Apple pay because my husband just paid with his watch. I thought I had lost my wallet in this town we were in. I had no clue where it could be. I mean, I guess the good news is we hadn't gone places, but (laughs) it was hiding under my car seat. Anyways, we paid with Apple Pay. It was such a relief to have that option when I was like panicked. So set up those payment options. It's really easy for you. You don't get charged anything extra by your customers paying that way. And it just makes your store, your payment so much more accessible. Oh, that makes me, that reminds me of The next tip I have is offering payment plans or like, you know, breaking down the payments, which you can do with apps on your website like Affirm and Afterpay and PayPal Credit, which again is making your products more accessible for your audience, depending on, you know, the type of audience you have. What I love about this is that you don't actually have to handle getting the payments. It's not like in-house financing. You're not calling people up saying, hey, you didn't pay. Those apps are taking care of it for you. Now, sometimes there is a fee taken by those apps, and it depends on which app you're using. I know PayPal Credit, for example, doesn't charge anything extra for you if the customer pays with PayPal Credit. So you're just going to have to do your homework, make sure you know what fees are, which ones don't have a fees, do your research, but it's definitely a great option. And I think you can apply it to any order over $50. I think the apps have different levels. I've set it up a couple times, but I don't remember all the details. It's a really great option for helping make your products more accessible. Love it. All right. So my next trend. Okay, this isn't a trend, but I really wanted to bring it up again. That is mobile first design. All of these platforms that we talk about, like we talk about Shopify a lot, right? We are Shopify designers. Shopify has done a great job of creating designs that are mobile friendly, which we, which we call mobile first. We want to make sure that mobile experience on your website is amazing. It's not always the most fun to design for. That's my problem, not your problem. If your theme is not mobile friendly, which unfortunately some are still lingering in there. I don't know how. I don't know why they haven't been like kicked out. Just double check that it works really good on mobile. If you're having trouble getting to the menu, if you're having trouble doing anything, kick that app out, upgrade, get a new one. I love the impulse theme, mobile friendly. You can even have mobile fallback images. I love it. (laughs) But make sure you're designing with your mobile experience top of mind. That is so important for making sure your store is shoppable on people's phones. I mean, think about like when you're tagging a product on Instagram and they go to your shop, if it's not mobile friendly, they're going to leave. True story. This morning, I was trying to buy a sticker 
uh, from a sticker designer who only has an Etsy store. And when I went to Etsy, it kept kicking me out. I closed it. I was like, never mind. And now I cannot remember the name of that Etsy store or that Instagram profile. So now I cannot buy the sticker. Womp womp. But make sure the stuff is set up and working right. Because if they, if they can't finish the transaction on their phone from Instagram, they're not going to purchase because they're going to be in that same situation I am where I can't remember the name of the shop, even though I loved the sticker and I wanted to order it. You got to think about those things. You got to test them a lot because any little change you make could affect that. And no, we're not always perfect, but that's something that you want to keep in the top of your mind as you're doing anything in e-commerce this year. Okay, I have one more trend and that is direct to consumer personal connections. These are my favorite. So this is things like Instagram stories. This personal connection that we get to have with customers who purchase from us is stronger than ever. Big box stores don't do this. No one cares. You know, like I ordered a couch from a furniture store. They don't care that I have to wait 12 hours. They didn't say, goodness sakes, I'm so sorry. I know you're going to love it once you get it. No, they don't care. They're like, it'll be 12 weeks. But small business owners were like, I know there's a little bit of a wait, but trust me, it's going to be so good when you get it. We don't mind that. We love that personal connection. This is also the same as like sharing emails. I'm sorry, writing emails that tell stories rather than trying to just sell. You know, so your emails aren't full of just pictures of your products or you're sharing personal stories. You're sharing behind the scenes. You're you're getting to interact with your customers on a daily basis that has never been available before the like creation of Instagram and Facebook. It's mind-blowing how cool this is. If you talk to, you know, business owners who have been around 50 years, they never had that. They got to interact with their customers when they came into the store and that was it. So this is a really cool way to do business in this year and going forward. It's going to get even better take advantage (laughs) and have fun with it. Oh man, I love buying from brands that have fun, right? I'm sure you do too. That was all the trends I have. Now, if you Google, if you Google trends in e-commerce 2021, you're not going to find a list like this. You're going to find crazy stuff like AI ordering and blah, blah, blah. It's, It's because they're talking to the big huge industries. I'm talking to those of us who run a one person, maybe two person show. We are, you know, we are hustling or we are pouring our heart and soul into business. So I really wanted to create a list of trends that is going to work for the types of businesses we run today in this day and age, the ones that are supporting our families, building our dreams, things like that. So if you see another similar list, just know that this episode or that list is not going to be the same as what you've heard on this episode. So I hope you have enjoyed this. I loved creating this. I'm curious what trends you are seeing in e-commerce. Like what trends are you seeing from your customers? What are they loving? Maybe it's a color we haven't talked about. Things like that are really fun to chat about. And if you want to come talk to us about these things, come join the Product Powerhouse community on Facebook. It's a really fun group of e-commerce businesses who are just like you, selling products that they love making or selling products that they created from scratch pour their heart and soul into. We love talking about collaborations. We love all the things. So come find us on Facebook. We are waiting for you. You can find it at productpowerhouse.co slash community. Also, if you're on Facebook, just type in product powerhouse community in that little search bar and you will find us. We are there waiting for you. 
All right, that's it. That's all I have today. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love if you would write a review. You can do that on your favorite podcast app, and you can even take a screenshot and send it to me on Instagram. It will make my day to hear from you. Thanks so much for listening, and I will talk to you guys next week. Thank you for listening to the Product Powerhouse podcast. It means so much to me that you take the time out of your day to listen to this podcast. It's my favorite thing to create, and I am so grateful that you've taken the time to listen. If you enjoyed this podcast or you have listened to other episodes and enjoyed those, it would mean the world to me if you could take a minute out of your day to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. This helps me get the show out to more people just like you who are out there trying to grow their own product-based business.